You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hi, everybody. Welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Matthew Leach talking New York Yankees with MLB.com's Yankees beat reporter Brian Hoke. Brian, we, we, because this is a weekly thing, we often drill down into the minutia, the what's going on in the last few days. But I want to start with a big-picture question for you because uh, things are going awfully well for the Yankees right now. I believe they're 22 and 12. And so my question is really simple. Are you buying it? Do you buy that this team is legitimately a really good ball club? Well, I think you don't win 18 out of your last 24 games by accident. Um, I think that what we've talked about all year is what's come through here, and, and you're seeing some of the guys who didn't hit last year are coming through. I mean, it's, it looks like Beltron is heating up a little bit. Uh, you've gotten production out of McCann, uh, Shara. Um, the bullpen has been as advertised. I think that there is not a better duo around the league than Dylan Batances and Andrew Miller. And uh, the starting pitching has been good enough. So I think that a lot of the things that we talked about in February and March with this team and, and saying things need to go right, if this goes right, this could happen, I, I think you're seeing that right now. So uh, uh, I, I am buying it. I think that the AL East is a pretty winnable division for this team. I, I think that uh, – on the low end, you were probably looking at an 82-83 win team, and uh, now they're well above that, I think. So, uh, no, they, I'm buying. I, I think that they are definitely contenders. One thing that has really stood out, um, and, and actually that's kind of the way I put it, one thing that really stands out when you look at the stat sheet that has actually seemed kind of quiet, um, you know, there's one thing we don't talk about much with this Yankee team, it's their rotation. We talk about the bullpen, we talk about – excuse me, the middle of the order hitting the ball out of the park. Yankee starters are third in the AL in innings per start, and that's after doing without Tanaka for a while. Do you think that that is sustainable? I think at some point uh, the, the fact of not having Tanaka and having Chase Whitley is going to come back to bite them. But there's help on the way. Uh, they have Ivan Nova, who's throwing in the minor league games in Tampa. The Chris Capuano seems about ready. Uh, he, he should be built up to 90 pitches after tonight, and, uh, could join the team at some point in the very near future. So I, I think that uh, Sabathia, as he had said, was pitching good enough to lose, and now he's got a win under his belt. Uh, if he can keep that going and, and they can continue getting uh, positive starts out of guys like Nate Evaldi and, uh, you know, Adam Warren and, and these guys who uh, Michael Pineda was dominant, I, I think Pineda's the real deal. Uh, I think what you're seeing is what the Yankees have been banking on for years and uh, – so I think that it is sustainable. I, I think that uh, really they need to pitch good enough to get the ball to the bullpen and let the bullpen do its job because I think that if the Yankees have a lead after five or six innings, they, they feel pretty good about the chances of going home and shaking hands on the, uh, in the middle of the diamond. You mentioned Pineda. His strikeout-to-walk ratio right now um, is beyond great, and if he were even to come close to that over the season, it would be utterly historic. 54 strikeouts and three walks is just unheard of. Um, now, a lot of things can happen in a short period of time, and so the answer is probably just that's one of those things that happens. But his ERA is merely rather good relative to that insane strikeout-to-walk ratio. Um, is it just a matter of 
Yeah, that happens, or is there something that maybe gets a little lost in translation, be it defense, be it guys are hitting him with runners on base? Um, is there any reason for that disconnect, or is it just, like I said, something that happens? I think I would venture to say it's just something that happens. I mean, he's been hit around a little bit, but, you know, the question with him has never been the stuff. I mean, the stuff is top flight, top of the rotation stuff. The question has always been, can he stay healthy enough? And, you know, until last year, he hadn't even gotten on the mound for the Yankees, so... I think that as long as he can stay healthy, Michael Pereira can be a huge part of this team, uh, not just this year, but in the future as well. Can they ride him for big-time innings? I mean, he's averaging six and two-thirds innings a start, which over a full season is 210, 220, 225 innings, depending on the number of starts. Um, mm-hmm. Given all he's been through, uh, can they can they ask that out of him, or are they going to try to back him off at times? Yeah, I would I would expect them to back off that. I, I think that he is part of the reason that you've heard the Yankees talking about wanting to put a six starter in there at times. I mean, Tanaka was a big part of that, of course, and but he's not here now. So I, I think that uh, if they can give Pineda a little break, as you as you mentioned, he's on pace to throw over 200 innings. That's something he has never done at any point in his career. So uh, they know that they've got to take him kind of gradually and 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 ease him into that. They they certainly can't afford to lose him. Uh, so I think that if they can give him a break and, and call up a guy or a, a spot starter in there you know, every once in a while, I, I think that would be big for him. But uh, as I said, uh, he's never surpassed 200 innings. That's something the Yankees are mindful of. They've talked about it. So I would expect him to come in close to 200 if healthy, but I don't think they're going to push him much farther than that. Uh, another why question in that Yankees rotation, I think this is actually something you wrote about in spring training, and it remains a really interesting topic to me. Nathan Uvalde throws really hard, mm-hmm. and he also gives up a lot of hits. Um, it, it, what is, again, I, it's kind of the same wording, what's the disconnect there between the stuff he has and the degree to which he remains hittable? Yeah, I mean, uh, he is living proof that you can't just throw the ball by big league hitters. Uh, these guys can hit a fastball even if it's coming in 98, 99, 100 miles an hour. So, uh, if all these great stuff, uh, I think that when the Yankees made the trade, they talked a lot about how he wasn't a finished product. They knew uh, he led the National League in hits allowed last year, so this was not a, a secret to anybody. But uh, I think he finds himself in the middle of the plate too much, and that's something that he and Larry Rothschild have been working on. It, it, it's, I mean, to put it in layman's terms, it's basically hitting the corners and, and keeping the ball out of the middle of the plate. And I think that's something Evaldi has struggled with during his career. He, he seems to have done better at it. When he's on, uh, you've already seen evidence. Some of his, his Yankee starts have been pretty solid, but uh, I, I think that there is still work to be done there. He's a work in progress, and uh, the Yankees acknowledge that. But this was a move that they made not only for this year but for the future as well. Peter Gammons wrote over the winter, and, and it intrigued me at the time, and I still think some about it. Um, and I know the Yankees aren't in any hurry to do it, and if you've got a guy who can give you 200 innings, you do it. But... Gammons wrote that somebody told him that Ivaldi's long-term future might be as a power-laid-inning reliever. And he's reasonably effective, and so you generally take failing starters, not decent starters, and put them in the bullpen. But do you think there's something to that? Do you think this is a guy whose long-term future at some point might be a dominant reliever? I think if you put anybody in the bullpen, their, their stuff would play up. You've seen that. I, you know, I think back to when the Yankees had Phil Hughes and they put him in the bullpen and he became the best reliever in the world. Uh, I, I think that that's not something the Yankees have talked about. Uh, I haven't heard that from the team at all. I, I think they see him as a starting pitcher, and uh, 
you know, if you can have a starting pitcher with that kind of stuff at that age who throws with that velocity and he's coming in at triple digits, 98-99, I'm not sure why you'd want to put him in the bullpen other than that, yeah, of course he could go be a dominant seventh, eighth inning guy, but I think his value to the team would be greater as a starting pitcher. And then we mentioned Tanaka because we can't not mention Tanaka. How is he coming along? Uh, there was some seemingly encouraging news about him recently. What's the uh, latest with him? Yeah, he's going to get on a mound for the first time since the injury to, uh, today at Tropicana Field. and We'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll check in with him tomorrow, uh, see if he, there's any soreness or discomfort. But uh, so far, everything's been good. He's been throwing on flat ground. Uh, I, I know that that's just playing catch, but... Uh, when you're you're at 120 feet or so, you you are opening up your arm a little bit. So you would think that if there was going to be some kind of setback, it would have happened then. Um, so he gets on the mound, he throws, and if that all goes well, I, I could see him starting the uh, the rehab process here. And he might stay with the team in Tampa. I think that this is a fortunately timed road trip for them. Uh, they can leave him here and he can start working. But uh, as of right now, coming back in early June still seems to be on the table. I wanted to ask about one thing that actually isn't pitching-related uh, before we close this out. Again, I do a lot of scouting the stats, which is not really good practice, but uh, when you talk about 10 teams, uh, you can't see them all every day. Brian McCann is hitting 240, slugging 400 on pace for 20 or so home runs. That's more or less what he did last year. It's a little better than he did last year, but it's more or less what he did last year. Um, so we now have somewhere on the order of uh, a year and a quarter that suggests maybe that's what he is. Do you think at this point maybe that's just kind of what McCann is with the acknowledgement that in 2015, 240 with power as a catcher is a pretty good player. Do you think maybe that's just kind of what he is? Yeah, I think he might be. And, uh, you know, clearly there's a sample size to prove it. I think he got off to a slow start last year. The first half was pretty awful. I don't think that's who Brian McCann was, but I think – from the, the period after the All-Star break to now is where I would break it down, and I would, I would take those stats and say that's probably what Brian McCann is going to be as a Yankee. I think that the one thing that jumps out to me is uh, most of his home runs were in Yankee Stadium. He, he crushes the ball in Yankee Stadium. He's taken advantage of that short porch. Uh, there was a ball he hit last night here at the Trop that I think would have been out at Yankee Stadium. It was just fly out to the warning track. But he has that left-handed swing to take advantage of the park where the Yankees play 81 of their home games. So I think that if you can count on him for power production and the drive-in runs, uh, you know, you're seeing it with Mark Teixeira to a certain extent, too. The batting average is not everything. I, I think that uh, there's, people would look at Mark Teixeira and say he's having a really solid year, and it doesn't matter what the batting average says. He's got 11 homers. So I think you can do the same thing with McCann. He, he's getting on base. He's helping the team. Uh, he's driving the ball when he's up there. Um, He'll take a few 0-for-4s once in a while. Uh, he's lost hits to the shift, but I, I think that, uh, yeah, if you look from around July 15 to now, that, that's probably what Brian McCann's going to be as a Yankee, and I think they're okay with that. All right. Well, Brian Hope, thanks for taking some time to talk here on MLB.com Extras, and thanks, everybody, for listening. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.